Welcome back, guys. Episode... 25. 25, but we don't have time for that. Breaking news just occurred from our top reporter, Sarah Doyle. It's my wife. Chris's wife. I almost said Diaz to my... Sarah D. It's still in the contact. Yeah. It says your last name, Sarah. Or your past last name. Main name. Anyway, New York Post just came out. Brian Launch's remains found in Florida's park, FBI says. But were they Brian's remains? Or were, did he just chop his arm off and his teeth and stuff like that and then just dip? You're going to find out here in a couple of minutes. As we are, too. <laughs> so, FBI confirmed uh, that Thursday remains were found in heavily wooded area in Florida's park. And they, of those of missing fugitive, Brian Laundrie is what it says. Who, if you didn't know... Did they say fugitive? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that mean... So they... That means that they might have enough evidence to say that he... Did kill. Did kill her. Yeah, I think they're... I mean, yeah. He's like uh, literally number one suspect. I, don't think I just thought that he was number one suspect. I didn't realize that I think now it's just like a fugitive. I think now with him... I think when he ran away, like, left his house uh-huh. and disappeared, I think that declared him a fugitive. Huh. Because he was number one... I think when you're number one, like, witness, or, or not witness, but number one, like, suspect, I think there people like... Okay, you're number one suspect. You're not under arrest or anything, but like, don't leave the country. Do like, don't you know this? And they did it. When uh, was he not he already? Fled. Did he not leave his house before they start? Oh, no. okay. So they had started. Because okay, you can't like, you can, it was you know you can't say he's guilty. So like, you're just a suspect. Yeah. So don't leave the country or the state. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, no worries. We can go for a walk. Ah, uh, I see. So. October 21st, a.k.a. today. Um, they said, uh, comparison of dental records confirmed that the human remains found... Uh, so they found it today and they've already confirmed that it was him. Yeah. But they found her and it took them, like, two weeks to figure it out. That's what I said, because they said tattoos, like, looked, checked all out. Like, what the fuck? Whatever, man. It's probably just all cover up anyway. But, yep, they said it was found... They're giving statements. Remains were found about 40 minutes a hike uh, in the Marshy Park from uh, his his parents' house, like where he was. 40 minutes from his house is where he was found. Mm-hmm. Jeez. That's so close. 40-minute hike is uh, is what they're saying it is. Uh, Map-wise, just for you. That's like... Dude, you know oh, what's wait, crazy? Wait, I, did I say 40 minutes? 40 miles. Oh, it is, it is 40 minutes. Did I say 40 miles? I don't know what the fuck I said. No, you said 40 minutes. Okay, cool. Um, my grandma lives, like... My grandma lives right there. No, really <laughs> close to where Brian's parents live. Like, that's they, where we were at. Are they neighbors? They might be. <laughs> no, they're definitely not, because she lives in a retirement community that she's lived in for Maybe his parents 35 years. But yeah, so... Dude, that's crazy. Wild stuff, guys. I mean... I was really rooting for Dog the Bounty Hunter to... Catch him? If I get him. But... Last week, we were talking about him being in North Carolina. He was, uh... Yeah, I guess I was all a freaking hoax. I was really hoping he could come up here. Right under the authorities' noses the entire time. Yeah. So... I guess it's over. Maybe. You never know. Could be all fake. You think the Gators got him? Someone, Yeah. 
Gators could have got him, could have chopped off his arm or got a dummy arm and, uh, you know, someone else's jaws and teeth and stuff and left it there. And it's all... It reminds me of uh, Prison Break. Yeah, I know. So I'm thinking of too. When, um, yeah, Teddy, Theodore, gets his hand chopped off. Or, like, is people t- getting... Is that, is that T-Bag? Right. Yeah, T-Bag. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and he put it back on its soda. And it's uh-huh, and it was like, oh, and then it was tied to the radiator. radiator. And he had to rip the stitches off. Oh, after he stitched it back on, but he knew it was a worthless hand anyway. Oh, That's a good show. That is a really good show, guys. You should watch it. Yeah. Um, definitely you, Cheryl. But I, I just think it's crazy um, that it's over now. It just was, I don't know, I was really hoping that they would catch him alive because it would have been really interesting to see a trial or something like that, you know? I know. It would have been a great movie. I'm sure there's still going to be a documentary about it, but the documentary would have been so much better if he would have been found alive, put on a trial, interviewed, stuff like that. You know, more like Ted Bundy. Yeah. What happened? We used to have such good killers. I know. Now I was just like, kill someone, and they're like, oh, I killed someone, like, because I'll just off myself like bro like you didn't do it (laughs) own that shit like come on yeah so I'm guessing with his remains like that I wonder that what they're gonna say cause of death death is they haven't said that alligators like do you think it was a gator that's what I don't know was it someone else what if he just drowned did he drown did he kill himself like poison wise did he shoot himself like, like he was just hanging from a tree no, because I feel like if he was hanging from a tree, like, they obviously would have been, like, they, they wouldn't said dental records. They'd be like, yes, this is obviously fucking happening. Like, he's hanging from a tree. It's well, what, if he, what if he did it, like... He hung a tree and the gators got him? Oh, no, well, I wasn't going to say that, but I was going to say, like, what if they, uh, what if he hung himself, like, right when... Like, how long has he been missing? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Tops a month. So what if he hung himself, like, the day that... They told him he was number one suspect. He said, okay, I'm going for a walk. Hung himself, and it's been a month. He's decomposed so much. Maybe fell in the water. I don't know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I wonder if as a body decomposes, though, within a month time. But I know the humidity and the climate there is probably a plan to factor. But... Dude, them. Yeah. That's so nasty. Dude, I bet you that shit. People have some wild jobs. I bet you that shit would Fine. smell rank. I know. I was thinking about that, man. Autopsy people that just look at dead bodies all day and then cut them open and, like, find, like, Cause of death or something. I'm like... I met a lady when I was bartending. Mortician, right? Yeah, who was, like, part of forensics, but did a lot with, like, dead bodies. She's like... <clears throat> I don't know. She was basically saying, yeah, like, you get used to it. sort of makes you numb. And she was, like, like that, too. She was like, yep. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah. Thank I, you for your service. <laughs> I know. I've only known one mortician... But he killed himself. Gosh. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, it's a good business to get into. People are literally dying to get in. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Nah, yeah. It. I just think that is a crazy like thing. Like. Yeah. Especially at the forensic ones. Not mm-hmm. just because regular mortician is usually just like you're looking at like old people's like bodies and stuff like that. Or someone like, who died in a car crash. Car crash or like that. But like murder victims are just like just like. You know, a healthy-looking person, but they got a b- bullet wound or a, a, a knife slash. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, they have something like that, yeah. and you have to 
I don't know. I just find that interesting. Or, like, someone's, like, poisoned, so there's nothing yeah. on their body. So you have to, and like, I mean, like, bringing the people in, like, with their clothes on and everything and finding, like, literally, like, a hair. Here. And, like, tweezer. Bag, bag and tag it, boys. Send it off. Send it to the lab. <laughs> I wonder, like, how, like, obviously I know that I'm sure. TV shows are so, like, dramatized. But how, like... I know they say, like, the whole, like, dust or fingerprints, like... They say most of the time, like, fingerprints, like, you, it's not, I don't think you can actually pull, like, that well of fingerprints off stuff. Like, it's not that common that you can pull fingerprints, like, off stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, clean. Yeah. It's, it's always partials. Yeah. And they're usually shitty, like, smeared and stuff. It's, like, you know so when hard. you get pulled over. The cop thumb on the back of the bumper. Yeah, the cop, if you guys have ever been pulled over, um, at least around here, I assumed it's basically everywhere. Okay, yeah, I think it's everywhere. Cops will, like almost put their hand or basically put their hand or their thumb on your taillight in case you already get away and they can try to identify the car. They know to look on that taillight for Brian's fingerprint or whatever. So yeah, that's why every car I walk by, I always put my thumb on it. Just Just to make it confusing. Just in case, you know, know, any any car from California, thumbprint, (laughs) go back to Cali. Where were you? I was in Virginia. Impossible. Your fingerprints on this car. I don't know, man. I don't know how I got there. <laughs> Teleporter. It's funny. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess it's over. Oh, can you get her? Can you, can you, can you just let her up? Oh, shit. If you can't tell, now that we've gone past the intro here, episode 25, we're on a different couch, ladies and gentlemen. We're couch surfing. We are couch Surfing. We couldn't find a place to stay at Benton's house, so we had to come out here. I actually sold my place. Upgraded. Sold it all just to buy this couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, stay at my mom's place right now, taking care of... <laughs> at my mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sold everything and had me back in with mom. But staying, taking care of the two dogs, blind, deaf, probably 16 years old. Shaking all can be. Don't know where they're at at all. This guy only has one eye. That's all right. She can't see out of either of hers. Yeah. So. That's so wild. For for other audio people here, get to your shit zoos. They're small. Their eyes are literally bluish gray. <laughs> Look like little chupacabras. <laughs> um, so. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff for sure. But. Episode 25, speaking of 25, 25th, coming up, my birthday. <laughs> sure is. Turning the big 2-5. You're pretty excited. Yeah, I think it's uh, considered, they say, I think the golden year. Ooh. Because you're turning your age on like your number date. So, I'm 20, I'm, so when I turned 22 on the 22nd, that was my golden year? Yeah. So now you're done. So I wasted it. Yeah. So, and the next thing you had was your, I think, Jordan year, which which is 24, isn't it? 23. 23? What Basil player was 24? Kobe. We went over this last week. Did we? Yeah. I got amnesia. But yeah. Oh yeah, we did do that. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, your golden year birthday, they say, is whatever the day. So if you're born on the, the first. Yeah, if you're born on the first, and when you're fir- one year old, you you're peaked early. freaking peaked, man. <laughs> Life is done. But yeah, so you got 25. Hopefully it'll be a good year. And then after that, they definitely will, what they all say, go downhill from there, 100%. So 
<laughs> I just like imagine your uh, your grand great grandma Yancey being one hundred and seven or one hundred eight. Dad at one hundred and eight. Yeah, not a grandma. She, you think she was thinking that at twenty five she's halfway done? Dude, she was like, one fourth of the way done. If anything, yeah, I had a grandma, great grandma. Shout out Yancey. Yeah, she lived to one hundred and eight years old. Freaking crazy. Yeah. I remember I think it was at like 104 or 106. She had like a party and was just and she said like I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> I don't know why God wants me here still. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm tired. I'm done. But I guess while I'm still here if he wants me I guess I'll keep serving him and do whatever is necessary. Which is pretty much wake up at, you know, 7 o'clock, eat breakfast, watch TV, play bridge, eat dinner, go to bed. <laughs> like, that's it. Oh, my but, goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy, you think, to live that long. Um, I mean, you're going all the way to... I mean, she outlived one of her own kids. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Only her kids. Outlived all of her friends. Like, all of her college, you know, family, mm-hmm. you know, people that she grew up with. She lived out all of them. I mean, that's just like, why? Yeah. Out of, <sighs> out of our friend group, who do you think would live the longest? I think out of our friend group to live the longest? Yeah. I could probably see you living the longest, honestly. I think I, I think I could see it. First, I was thinking Sam... He, he, he say, I feel like he's pretty clean and stuff like that and active uh-huh. but I don't know I, I think I, th- I think you maybe Ryland <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking Ryland don't worry I love you uh, but yeah I think yeah I feel like yeah I, I think you'll live as long as I, out, out of the front group yeah I'm trying to think who I would say out of the guys I'm the only thinking guys here but if we're going with girls as well, well yeah. girls usually live the longest. So That's then true. I would probably factor in there. Maybe Sarah, actually. I feel like. I feel like y'all two are going to be the really old ass couple. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> like the old ass couple. And I can't wait for you. I, I, hope, I hope you get like that, you know, like that, like 95. And you're just like, you're 95, but you're not like sick or anything. You're just a healthy 95. And you're like, Tell us, they're like, God damn it, get out of my way. <laughs> like, you, like, you start, I, like, doing, like, yeah, that. yeah. I said no crust on my PB and J. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like watching it. old people argue. Like, really old people, like, yeah. couples argue. I think it's really funny. <laughs> that is like, what are you going to do? Like, leave each other? <laughs> 95. I'm going to find someone else. Oh, man. So yeah, your twenty fifth birthday's coming up. Sorry, I got like sidetracked off of that. Yeah, you're good. Now, you're excited but... for your golden year. You doing anything? No. What day is it exactly? A Monday. A Monday. Yeah. So you're gonna go out? No. Actually, well, I don't know. I think we're having something here. Oh, nice. Literally, I think we're just in Cabell. Yeah. And like Grace, I think we'll just keep. You guys gonna get like catering, do the whole deal? Probably. <laughs> Probably rent out a whole like you know like hotel restaurant. I wasn't gonna tell you, but Ann Cabell's been. <laughs> 
tell me about the surprise party. She like called me. She's like, you want to do something for your birthday? I was like, nah. She's like, okay, cool. We'll do something at my place on Monday. We'll have like, uh, like all the family over. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it, bud. That'll be fun. Um, so, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. And then, yeah, 25. We'll see how it goes. Anyone that's watching over 25, a.k.a. Cheryl. Cheryl, draft. <laughs> Let us know when... What, what was it like when you were 25? What were the... Was it good? Were the good old days? Yeah, let us know. Um, so... Yeah. But speaking of Cheryl and them... Little, little life update. Cheryl gave me a really good lasagna. Yeah? Recipe. And I made it. Okay. We made some lasagna one time. I know. This time I made it by myself, and let me tell you, boy, I was stressing. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was really stressing, literally just about making sure I got everything and did it all, mm-hmm. and then I realized, okay, this is pretty easy. This is very easy, actually. Literally, I just put one big pot, and started cooking everything, and just kept throwing more and more into the pot, and then I was like, all right, well, there's my meaty sauce. And then she does it with, like, kielbasa's in there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it was so good. I believe it. I meant to also tell you to bring it. That, that was in the fridge. It was right though. <laughs> sure, got you to get that. God damn it. But, yeah. Thank you, Cheryl, for the lasagna. Let me show you a quick pic, Christian, of it, just so you can see it in all its glory. Yeah, send it to me, too. I'll put it up. Just a Oh, man. Oh, it's a nice, cheesy lasagna. Sheesh. That's... It was a meaty boy. I was going to say, that's like your meals for an entire week. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, oh, I, may, I, was, I wasn't making it just for me. Oh. Um, <laughs> I wasn't like, you know, I'm getting meal prep lasagna. <laughs> I mean, which, honestly, now that I know how to make it up, it's not that bad of an idea. Um, now, all of Grace's family was coming over. Uh-huh. So, I was just like, I, and I didn't want to do pizza. I was like, let me, let me, I, I can make something. I know it. Like, all right, cool. Let's make lasagna. How'd your oven do? I honestly did okay. It did take. She said forty five minutes. It took a, it took an hour. Oh, that's not bad then. It took an hour. It it. I need to get for people that don't know. This is the first oven I have that's one not convection. But I swear, it takes forever to cook stuff in that oven. But then again, it's uh, the only thing I was cooking in that was really the cheese. And, like, because the noodles, I got oven-ready, like, noodles. Uh, so, if the sauce just got warm enough, like, it was done. Yeah. But I still need to get a temperature gauge or a thermometer put in there to set it. Because it says that, that that shit heats up to 350 in five minutes. <laughs> like, I've never had an oven that gets that hot that fast. Yeah. 350 in five minutes, like, maybe to 100. <laughs> like, ain't no way. <laughs> But, yeah, I want to check that out. But, again, Cheryl, thank you for the lasagna. It was delicioso. Nice. Absolutely delicious. Um, wanted to also jump into... I've lost where we're at. Oh, there we are. Oh, quick thing here to end halfway through the podcast. The Bitcoin ATH. Yeah. So... If you don't know Cheryl... Bitcoin hit an all-time high. 
That's what ATH means. Yeah, if you didn't for know. anyone who's confused. Yeah. Um, Did you know what it meant when I said ATH? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew what you were talking about. Okay. But most people don't have, like... <laughs> we just talked about that in my company. Like, we say ATH or something. Uh, so I didn't know, like, if you knew that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I knew. It's... Honestly, it's, like, a, um, a day trading type term. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or at least that's where I know it from, I'd say. Because... That's sort of like a strategy. Like, there's people that literally just buy all-time highs, whether it's a daily all-time high, a weekly all-time high, you know, a couple-hour all-time high, like, depending on what chart you're looking at. And they know what, you know, percentage they have on winning those. And yeah. Anyway, but, yeah, Bitcoin hits an all-time high. I think right now... It hit at $66,999. Was the What's it at now? It is now... 63 or 60... No, it's probably like 61. It's, no, it's like 62,400. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's, it's going back down. I think that... But it's going to peak again. I got a feeling. It's going to go back up, baby. Dude, it might go it's gonna explosive. Be, it's, it might go six figures. Dude, we're going to get to the fucking moon. But yeah, so... Well, I was looking at... um. Doge, I don't know when that's at now. Doge like, currently is at 24. I was looking at that. The chart was looking really, really good to like... Really bullish? Dude, it was looking really bullish. <laughs> Not a financial yeah, advisor, it, but... Yeah, it, in the past month, it maxed out at 27. All-time high for it is 74. Exactly, it's at 24 right now. Yeah. You get enough people on the... Bitcoin breakthrough and that thing yeah they're gonna be looking for other places where they're that aren't up to their all time highs and when you get enough people doing that it'll yeah. just but yeah so I wanna say congrats to to Bitcoin you did it again did it again done did it again I should, wonder uh, should've bought the dip <laughs> should've bought the dip and I was a dude. I was loading up on the dip. Basically, I started buying after it hit its all time highs. The whole drop down, and then when it was like right down here, yeah. just buying like a bunch. And then I think I've only bought twice on the way back up on some Hell of the yeah. the pullbacks. Yeah, so. I bought like probably like midway up. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, I dude. I mean, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes close to a hundred grand. Yeah. After it goes through the yeah, I mean it went from. Let's do it. Think about how like, it went from like twelve grand, to sixty six grand. Like for sixty six to just go to a hundred, that's not. I don't know. Indeed. It is insane though. It's I wonder if it'll um. You know, start to make people. I don't know. Respect it more. I guess I don't know. What the best way to put it would I be? I think people respect it. I think I think people do. You think people are starting to be like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. more, more, more people. When my mother said something about it. I said, okay, if it's gotten to you now, <laughs> it's if, mainstream. If it's gotten into the white woman's household, it's <laughs> gone mainstream, baby. That's funny. All right, Christian. I got a serious movie idea here. All right, I want to hear about it. Came to me in a great time of thought is that right and ideas were flowing so a movie idea about a newspaper that a random guy random you know random joe random schmuck 
maybe in Long Island or in California, Florida, in a small town in Kansas. It's where it could be. But he gets a newspaper. But the newspaper is from the future. Like one day. Like it's like the next day's like paper or something mm-hmm. like that. Like well, obviously I haven't worked out this whole concept. It's either one day or it's like a week. Uh-huh. Maybe it's like a weekend or a month. Or it's like it's like it's the same it's the same days, but it's the next year. Yeah. So it's October twenty first, twenty twenty two on the paper. And it has everything that's happening like and stuff. Like I don't know, I think it's a really cool idea. Or like a little short that could be made there. Yeah. Like and I don't know how you want to do the spin on it with like you with like climate stuff could be involved into it. Obviously, money stuff because you look at stocks in there, like the political stuff is all in there, like music, like obviously everything's like in a newspaper that like comes in, like it's all like available there for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think that was a really cool idea that I think could be. There's something there. No, I mean I think so for sure. I think it'd be interesting. To uh, she, she sorry she wants to be pet. Oh, she, um, <laughs> so needy. <laughs> I was like, what? She want a handshake? <laughs> no. Uh, if you did something like that, like nowadays, almost as like a joke or like satire or comedy yeah. for like Who what life anymore. Well, I was gonna say like what life could be like. Let's first say for example, this time next year. Mm-hmm. So like. <clears throat> this might be a silly example, but let's say, you know, you, you're doing the you're doing the shot and it's, you know, the day the guy's coming out to get the newspaper is October... October 21st, 2021. 21st, 2021. And the newspaper's for October 21st, 2022. Yeah, it says in the top and, left. But he's like, maybe he's not... Do, do, do you think he realizes that the paper's from the future or do you think he's just reading it like... I mean, that's current. I was going to say that could be something that, like, as the creator of it, you sort of play into where, like, he might pick it up and start reading through it and be like, what the heck? And then he checks the date. Like, or no, or he could be like, he starts reading it and he's like, man, this stuff is like crazy. I can't believe all this crap is happening. And, like, he, like, puts it off a little bit. It's just like a little teaser part. Uh huh. Then, like, the next day's paper or something. Well, yeah, you could do it it where he, like, puts it off and then it sort of shows the camera, like, the yeah, yeah. Audience. We the audience knows like, wait, oh, the newspaper's from the future, but he doesn't know that. So then he reads the paper, and then he like is on a meeting, business meeting, and he's like, "Man, did you see like the stock, whatever hit? All, have you heard about the stock? Whatever, it's like all time high." Like, and the guy's like, "No, what are you talking about?" And, like go on the computer, and it doesn't exist. And then, like a week later, that's like you like you see that stock's being announced, and you know like one year from now, like it's gonna be like this high, uh-huh. like. It like, oh, I don't know. You could do something there, man. Yeah. Like, and then now, like, and he's like, what? And he then he get, when he get, rushes back home, goes to, like, or the next morning, gets the newspaper, and he's like, look at there, and he looks at the date, and he realizes it's 2022. And he's like, whoa, this is from the future. Yeah. And he, like, then he's waiting to see who delivers it. But, like, it, you never see who delivers it. Like, something will distract him, and when he turns, it's there on the ground done like, you're like wow like where's it coming from uh-huh. oh dude that could be sick yeah no it could be and then you could do like things like that or like you can almost like joke um like the current yeah 
You can, like you can spend anywhere make it this like a serious more drama a comedy or it can be yeah, the satire or like making fun of like media stuff and how like yeah. crazy it gets mm-hmm. stuff. And then also obviously it's someone that's reading newspapers. Who the fuck reads a newspaper anymore? But still, other than me, actually somebody sent me. I don't know if they read it on their phone or got sent it or whatever, but uh, um, whatever. Virginia Pilot. Uh, yeah, Virginia Pilot article. It was about. It's actually about our most favorite topic here the last couple of weeks, marijuana. Marijuana what? <laughs> it was about like a local place called Grow Depot out nice. on uh, Virginia Beach Boulevard that's run by, I think it was either ex-Navy SEAL or ex-military, um, but cool little write-up about that. So, yeah, <clears throat> I think it was pretty. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good idea. We'll have to uh, shoot it and put it on the channel. Yeah, I, w- I don't know. I got so many movie ideas, man. Dude, I'm thinking about um, getting a gimbal for my phone. A gimbal. Oh, got it. And I want to, I think I want to use my phone to make like, just Shorts, video. Shorts, stuff like that. Or like, maybe not even, so I don't know if I would be that you, great. You'd be a, you'd be a vlogger? I don't know about vlog per se, but something more like that um, in terms of like, just Maybe not even something so much as vlogging, but more like documenting. Yeah. Like the things that I'm doing. I think yeah, that's yeah, really I, interesting. I think that's good too. And it's always obviously good to have a gimbal because it's solid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just we'll thought it was a really it. cool idea. Let us know, like, if you have any movie ideas or if you would want to add to that movie, like different like side stories or like plots to it. I don't know, dude. Yeah. I really that's like something I really think that that could be big. We pitch that shit to Netflix. I'm gonna write a write a little short script, shoot it to Netflix. No, you should. And then, I should do that. You're right. I should devote thirty minutes a day to writing a script. Write a it. script. You're seeing this now. One year from now, they're gonna be picking up my Netflix short called newspaper. <laughs> Future paper. <laughs> Or the paper. The paper. I don't know. We're, we're, we're it's, working it's on a work, It's a working it title. Working title. Working title. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got there. Everyone calm down. Gosh. And if you steal my idea, honestly, that'd be pretty great, too, because I would love to see it just in action. <laughs> and hopefully it'd be a high-budget film, and it'd be even great. So, Please Bla- do. Black Mirror, if you're watching this, <laughs> or someone executive uh-huh. Netflix or something, Amazon, send me a copy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I don't know, man. I just got crazy-ass ideas sometimes. Yeah, no. I actually had a good idea for, like, a, a business, I guess. Nice, so, nice. it'd be something along the lines of, like, for example, I was thinking about it when I was driving over here. You're taking care of your parents' house, right, while they're gone. So, I don't know if they're paying you or not. But most no, people, no, well, no. they ask it. I'm like, no, I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got food and you exactly. Like, I need to be paid. I do the same thing. Yeah. But most people like would pay to have their house. Yeah, house sitter. Uh huh. And um, what I was thinking about is, what about a company that like sort of almost advertises in a way like they'll house sit for you, but they'll also like do all the sort of like deep cleaning or cleaning things that you need while you're gone on vacation too so you come home to a cleaner house like they could do things like if you don't can't get to a certain area to dust or need like certain things more attention like to actually like deep clean with like moving furniture out getting exactly all behind couch 
deep cleaning all this stuff, dusting everywhere. How long are they gone for? Sunday. So how long? So Wednesday to Sunday. So yeah, I mean, that's what, four days, five days? Think about how much, like... A week vacation or a long weekend, you know, a three, four day weekend. And then, like, if you do that, if you know, people take a vacation like that once a year, you get your house deep cleaned once a year, and it's sort of like a win-win because the cleaning company, I guess, if you will, or is it a house-sitting company that also cleans, um, could be, you know, doing both of those jobs without... Yeah. And like, yeah. go ahead. I, no, I see where you're going. I mean, I think like uh, only hiccup I see with it is like the trust side of it. I think people are like, I want someone come, people coming to my house. I like, do a deep clean, moving all my furniture around, and like yeah, going all to my bedrooms and stuff no, like I get that. that. Like, I think that should be like the only avenue behind it. But I do like the idea of no, that's a hardcore maid service almost. That is like it, but it's not even just you. Could, could, it could be outside the house too. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, like, landscape. Basically, stuff. what I was thinking is a better idea, I guess, would be a company where they're a house sitter, but like they're uh, the way they are sort of sold to you, I guess, in a way is, you know, I will just be an exact replica of like what you do. Like, if I don't know if they stay at home. Yeah. Because a lot of people obviously. Laundry's work. done, everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if you need make sure that your grass is cut and this you like or the chemicals in the pool or whatever you can tell me how to do all the stuff you do and i'll just sit here and run your house while you're gone yeah that was uh sort of the idea and then if you wanted like for example the guy goes oh well i also wanted to like do this or that small projects yeah yeah yeah. i feel like that'd be something big in la yeah like yeah somewhere it's like the bougie big houses and stuff like that where that nothing's too weird or like too out there like I feel like that would sell big out there yeah I just was thinking about it I was like that'd be interesting yeah the little hedge people like deep clean your house and then taking all the outside stuff power washing and everything cleaning all windows all, even if they're on like the second story like getting a ladder cleaning the uh-huh. outside like that all landscaping and everything in there crawl space <laughs> <laughs> it's deep clean yeah 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 they clean all the vents, like, inside, uh, in between the walls. <laughs> yeah, the HVAC system, the <laughs> <Yeah>. entire thing. <laughs> Organize your attic. Everything is UV light clean, too, for yeah. any microorganisms and oh bacteria. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's where you get them. Coronavirus. You're killing everything. <laughs> <laughs> Protects against coronavirus. Yeah. That would be pretty good one. I do like that. Yeah. I do. I really do like that. Um, something else that... I wanted to give just, I guess, a little life update for me before we get into Cheryl's questions or to the Q&A. To the Q&A. To the guest Q&A. A.K.A. Cheryl and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little life, life update on my side here about work. Not about the COVID stuff. That's kind of already done and moved on with. But... I want to talk about, so I have, so I've been, I've been working on this project at, at work, or worked on this project six months ago at work, called Project Hope. Um, pretty much it, there's four different locations across the border. My location I, uh, I got put on was in Pomona, California. I don't know if you know about all this too. I think you may know some of it. 
But pretty much what Project Hope is, it is uh, a government facility in Pomona, California, at the border, where refugee children were coming that were 17 and under um, that didn't have family or they didn't know where their family was. They But they heard their family was already here in the States. But mm-hmm. they were, like, escaping, you know, Mexico, Guatemala. I mean, people were literally walking from Central America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids. And there were 10,000 kids at this one facility where I placed... Myself, I placed around 20 workers out of... I think at this one place, 500. So, not that many percentage-wise, but still... 20, I put 20 people there of what they call youth care workers, aka pretty much nanny type of people, daycare workers, um, and then case managers, which case managers are the ones that when a children comes in, they in-process them and then talk with these kids, you know, when they come in to try to contact and they call and they find their families to like reunite them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I placed all those those people there and it was supposed to last they were saying till April of 2022 but we just got word that it's actually shutting down next Monday on my birthday (laughs) Um, birthday. because we've done such a good job there and we have um, we have helped almost we're getting we're getting to the 10,000 mark of kids reunite with their families and stuff like that um so i don't know i just thought it was really cool that i was be able to help and obviously not directly help i'm not helping these kids but be able to find people to help these kids you know find a place live or reunite with their family obviously downside for me is that yeah like now that's losing some 20 people that i placed there they don't have jobs now so I got to try to find them something else. And then obviously with, you know, commissioning, I'm losing that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we did something good. Yeah. No, so, that's a really cool story. Yeah. So I was pretty proud about that. It was cool. And yeah. How, how many kids? How, how many kids out? Uh, it was something cool and something I didn't really think I would ever be able to do and be a part of at a recruiting staffing. <laughs> company yeah no i mean i know i get people jobs but like there was actually actually some impact that happened in there mm-hmm. so so like those 20 people that you you know gave jobs to do you keep in contact with them yeah like to... I, they they i told them uh i found out last week so i told them all i said hey like oh dog's bark oh dog barking in the sleep yeah he's, he's dreaming. dreaming back to a time when he could see He had so much more life in him. Uh, he's probably running with Dallas right now. But, um, yeah, so I told him, I was like, hey, project's coming to an end. Um, send me updated resume. Like, put this project on your resume, send it back to me. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try my best to find something else. So I'm, I'm, still, I'm still in the works on finding stuff. I have one project, like, right now that I'm trying to get some people to. Um, but... So, like, was that... That project was supposed to be around for how long? About a whole year. Gotcha. And it was only, like... Six months. Yeah. Yeah. 
Interesting. The other the other three complexes are still going. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not in that area. No, so they're like Cal- California, New Mexico, to Texas. See, now if one of your 20 employees that you hired was living in a van, they could just van their way over. I, there is <laughs> there is one guy that is, I think, he, he said he's open to relocation. I think I have something like maybe like an hour away from that place. I think he's just going to relocate up wow. and live there or something for this yeah. other project. Nice. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it, it does suck that now these people are out of a job, but it just means I got to... Yeah, I don't feel bad for it. <laughs> I feel bad. You you well, helped all those kids. That, yeah, that's your reward. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, but now these people are like calling me like crying because now they don't have a job and they're like, I live paycheck to paycheck. I'm like, oh, shit. No, nah, I know. That's rough. Yeah. So, trying to find the people a job, a little bit stressful, but we're going we're gonna to get it done. Are you get it done? And of course you're going to get it done. If you don't, these people are going to starve. So, <laughs> you got to get it it's, done. It's hard to place... Entry-level workers. Entry-level workers. No, I... that we don't... We don't work with... A lot of... Companies that are looking for entry-level. Like, yeah, it's... We need a... And it sounds bad to say it, but pretty much these people are like... McDonald's type of like level. Like, yeah. low-level. They're, they're nannies. Most of them were nannies or housekeepers... Like, it's a little bit lower stuff where, like, no, like, computer skill there. And yeah, stuff. yeah, you know what I'm no, talking exactly. About? Like, like I'm trying to say. For anyone, like, without trying to, like, step on toes, basically. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to step on anyone's toes by saying that, because obviously we need the, the, this type of people, and it's good jobs, but for my company... Co- companies don't contact my company to fill those positions, because... Yeah. I think that's the main thing that anyone who's listening or viewing needs to understand is that Benton's company is a company that hires for mainly, mainly IT, lo- like, well, but yeah, it's... like government and like larger companies. It'd be like if your company's not big enough to pay someone to hire for them, like Benton's not going to be. Yeah, I can't, I won't be able to help you. Exactly. So basically these people are, you know people that are our parents age almost yeah. that like haven't dealt with computers they've worked manual type of labor or like low level jobs their entire life also no most of them not even like manual like construction it's like literally it's like they're just daycare workers yeah their resumes and then like cleaning stuff but i i just don't have those jobs available for them which yeah. sucks and they don't have any other skills that are relevant to like more jobs yeah. that are relevant nowadays. Like, I the guess. closest job that I've been trying to get for some of them is a call center. Yeah. Because, I mean, you just talk on a phone. But some of these are requiring them to have two years' experience in a call center. Yeah. See, that's the but thing they don't that have. sucks. Yeah. And I can't help them because I'm like, you don't have the two years' experience of the call center. There, and that's what the client wants. Like, I can't tell the client, like, I have this really good person. Like, they're like, yeah, that's great, but. I need this skill set. I mean, it's your company. Yeah, that sort of, like, in a way sucks. Because, like, if they're just... I mean, even if you've never been in a call center, like... If you're going to go through much, training... Yeah, it doesn't take that much skill for a call center. Like, I feel like with... It's... 
That's as my as thing. You, as long as you know how to just work a basic computer, read numbers, read in general someone's profile, and be able to talk, I mean, I feel like you should be good. Yeah, I mean... What I was thinking too is like, and a lot of people don't go this route, but this is a really good route. And I actually used it today telling people that you'll work for free for a trial. Be like, yeah. literally like I've gone into jobs and been like, I will work for free for a week. And if you want to hire me after that time, you don't have to back pay me. Like I will just work for you free for a week. And 100% of the time, I promise anybody who uses this, yeah. you'll get paid. Like, no one's going to do that. Like, but you get your chance to put the foot in the door and be like... Prove yourself. And, and, and it shows confidence. Yeah. That, but, that statement itself but initiative, just, too. Yeah. How many people do you think it, or would do that, though? Like, say, like, hey, like, oh, we're free, free. Like, not... I feel like not a lot of people... Exactly. And it's, it's not... That is something that anybody can do. Yeah. It takes zero dollars to do it. All it takes is time. Yeah. So, I mean... But I'd say that's one thing that if you, not that you can do this, but if it was possible to tell the client, yeah. like, hey. Legally, I'm not allowed is the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legally, I have to pay somebody, like, you know. Like, exactly. Now, we do have, so, we, there is, there are some cases, so it's called a go-to-work, where the person doesn't even interview or anything. They don't even see their resume. I just say, hey, I got a guy. I'm setting him on site. He'll be there this day. Um, it's called. A, it's a working interview. Is what mm-hmm. it is. He's on site for you know, three days or a week. You let me know if you like him after the end of the week, and you want to keep him. Then we'll keep going. If you don't, we'll take him off site. And we'll backfill it, and we'll we'll pay that person like for their time mm-hmm. um, and stuff. Yeah, but and what like, I would... and probably not. I don't, I don't, I don't think we even charge the company for that person's time. Like, why gotcha. don't we just pay them? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but, and, but yeah, you still have to fill, like, the job requirement of, like, the skill set stuff. Yeah. That's what sucks. No, exactly. Like, there's not really a, a way for you to be, like, and, I mean, this is really, I don't know if you can or can't do this, but this is all you really can do if you're allowed to. Um is to tell those, you know, 20 people that you lost, um, like, hey, this company's hiring call service things. Why don't you apply there and just tell them you'll work for free for... I I have, uh, I've told people that, hey, just, you know, like, I have, like, I have these jobs. Like, these are the jobs I have available. Like, you're not, like, meeting the requirements, like, for me to send you over, but here's the company. Like, go try to apply yourself, like, and see if you can get in there and stuff. But yeah. I know through me, it's going to be a little bit harder because I have to jump through more hoops. But for you, you can go directly there. Exactly. And, like, and obviously, you're not going to make no, money I, off of that. But at the end of the day, I don't really give a shit about that. That's exactly. Thing, like, no, I know. And that's yeah. not that... I think sometimes the perception is is that everybody just wants to make their money. They don't care. Yeah. And I don't know how true that is or isn't. But I know it's not true about you. Yeah. Um, you would rather see someone working than... Yeah. No. Especially these people that I have, that have... Especially for people that have already worked for me... Yeah. For six months. And now they're And I've been talking... And I talk to them... Like, Weekly. I feel like every single week. At least every month. Mm-hmm. But most of these people, it's like every single week. Um, I know them... Like, personally. 
Mm-hmm. Um, just because like, you talk everything, and then when holidays come up, you know, I ask them, hey, what are you doing for the holiday? How was the holiday? Stuff like that. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I just wish I, I... There was a video of me really, really high on anesthesia. Um, I had, like, some procedure done. This was, like, right when I started the job. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, zonked out of my mind. And I watched it yesterday. Or I was not... It's not on my phone. It's on Molly's phone, my, my account manager. And... Or my, was my account manager. She... It, I was literally saying, like, high as balls. And I just I just wish I could find everyone a job. I just wish I could find everybody a job. And my mom was like, okay. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're tripping balls right now. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, so it just sucks, and I and it it like I've had people like say that that they lose their job, but I can redeploy them somewhere like mm-hmm. welders and electrical people, yeah, trade yeah. stuff. I can easily find you something else. IT, I can easily put you in another job, but this type of skill set is hard because my company doesn't deal with that low of a level type yeah. of skill set. No, exactly. So. That's a little update there. Sorry, got on the tangent there. Didn't want to disrespect anyone, but yeah, it just sucks with. But that, you did a good thing. That I don't, yeah. That but I just don't have anything for them. But yeah, I'm glad that we were able to help these kids. Yeah. Uh, get home, or yeah, get home. Yeah, be, be with their family. Yeah. They said it was pretty cool. They 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 got to watch like one of the kids get reunited with their like family. Wow. They said it was like a two minute silent hug like embrace wow and they're just like standing bawling their eyes out like, good god i would have been wrecked all right let's let's finish this podcast with jeff and cheryl's questions viewers questions viewers questions um so first question is cheryl said if you have to choose red Sox or yankees where do you gotta choose and if you don't know cheryl's a big red Sox fan so if we say Yankees, we may be losing a follower. <laughs> Maybe two. All um, right. I say for me, I'm gonna say I'm just I'm gonna say Red Sox, and that's not because I don't want to lose Cheryl. <laughs> I would say Red Sox because one, I don't really know that many baseball teams, <laughs> other than like Red Sox, Yankees, and Cubs, and the Mets. I can know that. And Nationals. There we go. Now, okay, maybe I do know some. But the only, like, main two I would say I know, Red Sox, literally because of Cheryl and growing up with Ryan. <laughs> Especially Ryan. Especially Ryan. And then Cubs. Chicago Cubs. Because I think that those are the only actual baseball games I've been to outside of Norfolk Tides. Good Tides. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, Chicago Cubs. I love going to those games. Those are always fun. But, yeah, I, I think I picked Red Sox over that. I I know there's the, the history there and the, the hatred and who doesn't love a good rivalry. So, I'm not into baseball, like, at all. Dude, you played baseball. I did and play you baseball. You were a catcher, dude. You I were, like, all state. Nah, I wasn't all state. <laughs> Nowhere close. Um, you ran the shit. And I don't want to lose Cheryl as a follower, but... God, Cheryl, turn it off. Don't listen. I'm going to have to go with the Yankees. 
Because I don't know why, but I just like to piss Cheryl off. <laughs> I've always thought that I like the Yankees better. And it's sort of strange because, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, I don't even really like uh, what's New your York. Yeah, like, my only reason would be, I think, when I was, like, a little kid, I read probably for some discovery or some sort yeah. of thing I had to do for, like, extra reading. Yeah. I read about Babe Ruth and... Was Babe Ruth on the Yankees? He was on the Yankees and the Red Sox, I believe. Really? Cheryl, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was at the Red Sox oh. for the beginning of his career, and the Yankees is where he hit, like, he, I think, became more popular for, like, hitting home runs. Um, but I could be wrong on that. He was That's a pitcher, I believe, and then transitioned over bro, to... We may be completely butchering this, and I don't, know, I don't know what you're fucking right or wrong. Cheryl's probably turning over in a great or grave. <laughs> she's not dead. But, yeah, she's probably freaking out right now because we don't know any of this crap. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but um, I'm pretty sure he was on the Yankees. What's it say? I don't know these. Shut up. <laughs> a- a- ATL? Atlanta? Braves? He was on the Atlanta Braves team. Really? And then uh, New New York Yankees. Oh, so it was the Braves, not the Red Sox? So, year 1935, it says ATL, and 1934 was New York uh, Yankees. Hmm. Well, he was on the Yankees. Those are RBIs. <laughs> RBIs, baby. Yep. Um... And I think that's why, since he was on the Yankees, I just always, the Yankees, I think, was like the first team. that. Oh, I, no, he was on Red Sox. Ah! Shell's probably screaming at us during that thing. Toy just said right there, Red Sox. Sorry, Cheryl. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, short history fact, Ruth was, Ruth made his major league debut as a left-handed pitcher. So you were correct. Good job. With the Red Sox, July of 1914. Song Penis was founded. Um, uh, and pitched 89 winning games for the team before 1920 when he was traded to the New York Yankees. After Ruth left Boston, he became known as the Curse of the Bambino. Yep, the Bambino. Yep. Uh, the great the Bambino. The Red Sox didn't win another World Series until 2004. Oh, shit. That's why. <laughs> She's. Pissed. Oh, she's damn. pissed. That's why. That's little. That's that's the thing with Ruth when he left. But they traded him, so like. That's why it's a curse. That's why they didn't win for however many years. But it, it's not like he left. Like they yeah, but tra- they traded like a really good player to well, the why? Yankees. I don't know. Why did they do that? Ah, Cheryl, I have no clue. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so you changing your picks? It's like changing. That's like oh, uh, like who's on our team? LeBron James, yeah. yeah that's kind of too good for the team. Let's just trade him somewhere. I don't like him. <laughs> I wonder if he's like, maybe... I don't know if he... That's what I'm saying. Pan, maybe, no, like, I, it could have been that, but I also am not sure if he was that great before he went to the Yankees. I don't know why. I thought Babe Ruth was, like, famous. I didn't think he was a pitcher. I thought he was famous for hitting, like, home runs. He is. Oh, uh, he is? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's what I'm saying. Find out how many home runs he hit with the Red Sox and then how many he hit with the Yankees. 714 home runs. Dude, my dude was, like, knocking them out the park back in the day. Bloody hell. So, that's... Let me me see if I can pick up the stats. Because back then, pitchers didn't throw as hard and as technical, I believe, as they do now. And there's, like, other factors that, like... 
I don't know if they had the the walls as close or as far, I mean, or whatever. Like, I mean, he hit a lot of home runs. Don't get That's me wrong. That's where Bambino comes from. It's because it, yeah. that. It's him. The great Bambino. I've heard of Bambino before. On the Sandlot? Is that what's wrong? Yeah. Um, batting average, point, point three four. Four two. I don't know if that's good. That's know. pretty good. Really? Is that thirty four percent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like really good for baseball. Cool. Um, if you can hit over three hundred in the major leagues, you're pretty average. It's a hit two thousand eight hundred seventy three. Home runs seven hundred fourteen. Runs batted in. That's RBIs. I just learned. Uh, two thousand two hundred thirteen. So he not. His win loss ratio was, was ninety four to forty six. Interesting. Well, Cheryl. Traded the great Bambino. Bambino, so your team is interesting, Cheryl. <laughs> Bambino. Um, and then last one was coming from Jeff. Cheerleading sport or no sport? <coughs> you uh, first. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say it's a sport. Like, the crap that you do in competitions and the stuff that you have to train to do that, just your body-wise, I'm going to call that a sport. Yeah. Like, definitely. Maybe if you look down into it, it depends on what position you're in in cheerleading. Because I don't know if all of them are, like, as physically demanding. (laughs) But then again, I don't object to it. But I would call it cheerleading a uh yeah a sport yeah boys and girls are doing backflips and somersaults and tucks and rolls and stuff like i can't do it you gotta be pretty lean and like flexible and like strong to like literally hurl your body to do this like movements and stuff so yeah i'd call it a sport if weightlifting is a sport i feel like you know you're just working on your body yeah so I would say that I think that, like you said, um, like competition, competition and stuff, is like a sport. So like when I think about it, I think of like Norfolk Christian cheerleading. Yeah, they did cheerleading for you know, football games, basketball games, yeah, or whatever, pep rallies, all that sort of stuff. And they also did competitions. And honestly, like sort of looking back, like our team was pretty good our entire middle school and high school like career for cheerleading mm-hmm. um, yeah grace did that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like grace maddie i mean even before like yeah, when we were in middle school it was like colby kelly. and um, yeah kelly colby like uh what's her name um yeah she was definitely for at least a little bit um yeah like taylor bean Taylor Bean? No. I, I want to say Bean, but I don't, th- I don't know. I, I think it was her older sister. Um, might have been Taylor, too, though. I'm not sure. But, like, a lot of them. Uh, and the stuff they would do is for sure a sport. But, like, for example, if you say, like, friend school. If friend school had a cheerleading team, and they're just out. It's four girls, and they're out at a little soccer game or whatever. Like, that, to me, I mean... If it's a sport, it's the lowest level of the sport. I'll tell you that. Because these cheerleaders, like, come out with their little pom-poms and don't do anything but say some words and, like, go like this. So, there's, like, two types of cheerleading, I think. Obviously, between, like, 
there's competition cheerleading in this, but there's like the tumble one because I remember NSA used to have a really good cheering team, and then something happened. I don't know if a girl like sn- like I think a girl snapped her neck in half or something. Like so that. they got scared. Freaking weak. Like, do you not train your neck? Like, what? what she did neck not day? drink her milk. Neck she day, must bro. have been vegan. Dude, I've done a neck machine before. Ooh. You wake up the next day like this. <laughs> Benton already walks around like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got a fucking stick in my butt. When you had, no, when you had my that wetsuit on. Oh, really? And it was like, your whole upper body looked like. Swollen. <laughs> just one big fat mass. But. Neck machines are really fun to do. I actually do like doing this. Um, but yeah, I think she snapped her neck, so they stopped doing stunt cheerleading. Yeah. They were it was literally just like pom poms training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like jumps, spl- like splits or toe touch or something. But no like pyramids, no backflips, like no tumble in or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, that's not. If I can do it without training and stuff like that a lot for it, then I'm, I won't call it a sport. Yeah. But competition, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Without a doubt. No, for sure. And I mean, they get, you know, paid to be professional cheerleaders, so yeah, I don't they, see why You're not. working on your body that much and stuff, throwing your body in that, you're getting injured, you're hurt. I mean, the ligaments and stuff like that that you tear. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sure this, actually, I already know, I don't even have to say I'm sure it already exists, but like, for example, on TikTok, like, just like I'm surprised you don't have people like um like coach Amanda for example. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even need to like coach a team per se anymore. Like she could almost teach people how to coach yeah. on like and just get like TikTok like um show cheerleading me, TikToks and things like that. Show me a cheerleading team where there's not a single girl that's not wearing a knee brace, an ankle brace, or has crutches. Yeah, that's true. It's not possible. Guarantee every team's got at least one person. With at least that freaking knee brace. Sorry, I may have been out frame talking on that one. I'll start leaning. Guarantee. Someone's got an ankle brace on, someone's got a knee brace on, someone's got crutches. 100%. That's true. Damn year. Occasionally you'll get a neck brace. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Dude, I remember when I was with Kelly. She was either back or it happened at Chile and she was telling me about it. Girl went up. She came down. The girl's like full weight, like elbow, like was just right oh. in the eye, like socket, just black. Oh, so no. End of the story. Cheerleading. Halfway sport. <laughs> Mainly a cheerleading sport. sport, baby. Um, but yeah. Also, that was just, what a so, quick little thing really. The check mark. Someone like this. That was like, oh, it's back to the camera. Something like that. But then I'm like, I definitely remember teachers. There were some teachers. I don't know if it was Miss uh, Winkler or whoever it was. Someone did their check marks where you started in the right top and then went down to the left and then finished in the top left. That's a backwards check mark. That's not a check mark. Check marks start in the top left, go down to the middle, and finish top right. That's a check mark. And you're saying they went like they literally dog. They went, they like, went like they, I can left, write it right yeah, here. Yeah. They said that was a check mark and not that. I don't so, know if you can see the No no no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Dude, psycho- that's a psychopaths out there. If you ever see someone that <laughs> does a backer check mark, dump them. They're a Freemason. <laughs> Get away. 
Um, but yeah, that uh, wraps up 25 episodes, baby. 25. Halfway through. Quarter of a century. Like halfway through the year of podcasting. Yeah. Close. Next episode's technically halfway. Really? 52 divided by 2? Is it 52? It's 52 weeks. Yeah. Right? Do I have that too? Yeah, what would that be? Is that, I mean, is that going to be a number, right? 26. 3.33 for repeating, of course. 26. Um, yeah, shit, it's 26. Oh, fuck me. All right. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in the halfway episode. Peace. <laughs>